Hey, 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 welcome back to BK's Bullets, video game edition with my co-host, Jim Ifantis. Jim. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm holding two dogs right now so they don't whine. So now, if you're any panting or moaning, that's yes, not me. two dogs. Jim is a, a lovable furry mess right now. I am. With his two dogs, Chloe and Sophie. So today we're coming at you from a very special place. We are in Jim's man cave. Yes. Which is a lot bigger than Brent's and covered, literally covered, with posters, uh, fat heads, signed things from video game actors. It's a, it's pretty much a video game and comics man covered man cave. It is. Uh, I'm pretty impressed. You're well, sitting in front of the giant Bowser. Giant Bowser fathead with all the Mario characters. The Noble Six fathead then behind you, six. Batman fathead full yep. size. Oh yeah. Uh, you got every video game you've ever owned here on my right. You do? Because you do not participate in any sort of GameStop trade-in shenanigans like I do. Fuck GameStop. <laughs> That's right. Along with every system, you, you have your old original white Xbox here. I do. Uh, what else do we have? I have the PS2, There's the a Dreamcast. PS1, the Dreamcast, the N... Do you have your original NES up here? I do not. I didn't start. I didn't get a job until after I bought the GameCube. So everything before that was traded in to get other systems. So ah. pre-GameCube is just gone, unfortunately. Doesn't exist in your memory. It's sad. <laughs> Those are my favorite games, and they're all gone. Well, but I got enough. I'm doing okay. By the end of this generation, you may need a new shelf, sir. Because you are you're almost running out of room with all these games you have here. Oh, that's good. So I'm pretty. Never too many games. Well done. Well done. That's right. Thank you. Well, everybody, I'd like to welcome you to our post E3 discussion, oh 2014. <laughs> post E3. <laughs> six months later. Seven, yeah, six months later. Um, on the hot off the press. Yeah, the original idea was to do all that shit, but uh, then Brent became a dad, and time. We well, yeah. Also, yes, this is the first podcast post birth of my baby girl Olivia. She's three weeks and three and a half weeks old today, so... And her first words shall be PlayStation. No, 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 no. PlayStation! It should be uh, Mom or Batman. Maybe yeah. Daddy. Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. There's a giant Batman fathead in my man cave. So. So, Jim. There's uh, so much to talk about. There is about. a lot. I, I know we just ran down all the things I we wanted to cover. I but think the best way to start this is to talk about, well, about the year in review... For both consoles. Okay, so... Actually, all three. All three. Even though we use been out for a couple years, it deserves some love. Okay, so we're, we're almost a year into the new console generation. Yes. The PS4 launched October of 2013, and I think the Xbox One was November. That sounds about right. Okay, so we're I about... I they were both in November, but I know... No, I think I they were a month apart. Was I thought PlayStation was like two or three weeks ahead. I do remember that. It's a couple weeks, so... That I do remember. Uh, Brent finally Always got prepared in the show, by the way. Yes, <laughs> Brent finally got an Xbox One, so Yay! I'm now in the new, in the current console generation. Welcome so aboard, friend. I am. We have a uh, Xbox fanatic right here remember, and an ex Xbox fanatic in Jim. Do you Fannis. remember in Indiana Jones when the guy, the German guy, picks up the cup and drinks it and dies? Yes. And the guy, the old knight, turns to him and says, "You have chosen poorly." <laughs> I That's think, how I feel about it. I think Xbox. the line was, he chose poorly. So, yeah. So, we'll start with that. So, in the past year, a lot has happened in Microsoft's house. 
The biggest thing is my arch nemesis, Don Matrick, finally left to go tank Zynga. <laughs> Which he did. I think they made Farmville, maybe? Is that what they yeah. made? I know they made like some sort of mobile-type games. Okay, so he left. And with him, thankfully, left a lot of the decisions that left gamers like me with a very bad taste mm -hmm. in them. Phil so, Spencer's back. Or so Phil Spencer's Phil Spencer, in charge now. Phil Spencer, who's a gaming guy first, has decided to... Well, I'm not saying solely, but under his leadership, a lot has changed. Namely, the piece of shit connect is gone. <laughs> Boof! So well, I would argue that it's not a piece of shit. So... Okay. And and I showed you these things when you when I got my Xbox One, you came over and I loved. You saw them. you lost it, or you didn't lost it. Uh, you looked at it, you listened to it, you saw us. We used it. We played Titanfall. Yes. We played Forza. We befriended an eight-year-old boy on we Titanfall. Did. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and he never never tried to play with me again. So that's that's fine. Yes. It was over the internet. It wasn't in person. I'm not the guy from Seventh Heaven. Oh, too soon. Current event, too soon. Current event, current event. Allegedly, allegedly. So anyway. Seventh heaven. <laughs> seven year old. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Uh, All right. So. So, but I, I really like. I got the bundle with four. It was bundled with Forza and Connect. I had this, or I guess, my wife special ordered it with advice from Jim. Yeah, for my birthday. Me. She called me, and uh, we we got the hookup. They they planned it out together. Good buddy that he is, looking out for me. God bless you, sir. And uh, so I got the new Connect, and I really like it. It's set up upstairs in my man cave. It's a smaller room, so you can hear, I guess it can hear me pretty well. Yes. Um, I have done a multitude of things on it. I've watched Netflix, I've watched Hulu, I've played games. It does not interrupt, it has not yet interrupted any of those things um, the way that the 360 Connect does. If you're watching something, it'll stop, pause play rewind because some character says some other word it thinks is a command um to whereas this connect you have to say xbox and then your command so i think it's listening for that xbox gotcha. speech pattern before it does anything so if you just say play pause whatever it's not going to register unless it has that right specific xbox which this i think is, is fine because you know that X at the beginning of the word and at the end is a very specific sound. It, it is. probably can't be misconstrued with other ones in normal conversation. I agree. So, it's smart. I think it's smart. But I, I really like it. And there are certain things that I know that they've programmed in now with the last update last month. Like, uh, it used to be you would say Xbox Snap. You, you still do this. And it brings up that secondary app on the side. Now you can double tap the guide Xbox button on the your controller, on controller. Okay. and it will bring up that said same menu and they're trying to work in some other controller things to do the things that the vocal uh, things do. I think it's still a hassle to say Xbox record that on your controller. Um, I, there's some, I think there's some sort of controller command that you can do. Um, maybe like start, select, and Xbox guide. I don't know what it is specifically because I yell at my Xbox to do that. Um, but I know that they're trying to make that a so little bit easier. So when you say it's frustrating, is it the word saying or it doesn't pick it up? No, it's not frustrating. I think it'd be frustrating if you didn't have a connect so you just and yelling. you wanted to to quickly record your game clip after something awesome so, happened. So just yelling it out, it does work though. Yes, absolutely. Like last night I was playing the Destiny Iron Banner event and I got like a double kill or something or 
I did. And that was really cool. It was really cool because it doesn't. Holy shit, I've never done that before. It, it does not happen for Brent. So oh, I yeah. said, Xbox, record that because I almost didn't know how I did it. So I want to go back and watch it. Oh, you want to study your game? To see what the hell happened because I, would, I was shooting people and then I, I got would, like two or three medals. It was like enforcer, first place kill, double kill or whatever. And I'm would, like, what the hell happened? I would love for you to record videos. Send them to me. And I will make a video <laughs> gonna comment. Analyze. We'll do color commentary. Like like John Madden. Well, <laughs> he's got the pulse rifle. Oh, no, he aims high. It'd be a high. short short commentary, seeing as how when you yell that command, it's only thirty seconds. But uh, okay. I think you can record longer with the game DVR. I have not tried that yet. Try that because it's fun. I will. I'll try and record a match next time. So, so you like the connect? So I like it. I think it's. Uh, I can't imagine using it without it. Wow. Okay. So on the other side of the the, spec- the other thing I like, yeah. and I uh, I'm, I know we I told you this to you in person, but I want to tell disbelievers out there on the internet that uh, the command, at least the most easiest thing for me is to walk upstairs into the man cave and say Xbox on, and the Xbox turns on from standby or whatever, and now it turns my TV on onto yes. to the selected input, so it brings everything up. My stereo's already You're up. just ready to go. And it's ready to go, ready to play. All I have to do is turn the controller on and easy. go. And also says, you say, Xbox, turn off. And it says, do you want to turn off? It's like, don't leave. You say yes, and then it turns the system off, or standby. It also turns my TV off. So literally, the, the remote I had to use gone. TV gone. is in the drawer. I don't touch it. Gone. It's fantastic. So for that reason alone, I think it's really neat. Now, maybe you can do that with the controller now. I'm not 100% sure. If you didn't have the Kinect, because the software still has that, uh, you know, still has that ability to send a signal through the HDMI to turn your TV on. Yes. So yes. maybe there's a way to set it up with your uh, uh, controller or something like that, but I wouldn't know how. All right. So for but I like it. I'm glad you like it. So for the other side of the spectrum, known as common sense. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I am. I'm glad they decided to unbundle the Xbox Connect and the the Xbox and the Connect together, and they did so at a 10% approximate gain to the system, which is supposed to help out. Now, if you're following current events, which I am, you've been seeing a lot of anger by Assassin's Creed. There's hashtag no parody. And it's been trending for a couple weeks now or a couple days or whatever. Because Assassin's Creed, or the, you know, Ubisoft who makes Assassin's Creed. For Unity. Yes. Is having a hard time getting the Xbox up to 1080 like they did with the PlayStation 4. And as a result of that, they've doped down the PlayStation 4 resolution to 900 because that's all the yeah. Xbox can They're do. They're both 900. Now, yes. the official logline from Ubisoft here... Not being devil's advocate, but just stating a fact, Ubisoft says that it is because there are so many characters on screen at a time. Up to 5,000, they said at one point. That the processing power it would need to do a 1080p resolution, just that extra yes. 180 pixels. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they said limps, gimps. It, it has a negative effect on the game. It's just too much to handle. Well, without getting in the weeds on that, the reason I wanted to bring that up was... That 10% that I've seen isn't really doing a whole lot. I'm not just talking about this game, but just in general, I've noticed that. Well, is Destiny... Destiny's 1080. 
60 frames on both systems? It's not 60 frames. It's 30. Oh, it's locked and, at 30. Okay, and, that's but, right. But I will say this. The ten, this is where I do think the 10% comes in handy. And I will say something nice about Xbox, so pay attention. Time mark this, because you'll never hear it again. Um, Jim loves Titanfall, by the Mike, way. Mike, I do love Titanfall on PC. Uh, oh. my, <laughs> the, uh, the, deal with the, um, the deal with the Xbox 10%, Microsoft has gone out and hired this kind of hit team to go in and clean up resolution. They did that on Destiny to get it to 1080 because initially it was only 900. And they so pushed, they, also they pushed Blizzard to output 1080. Yes, Diablo 4 is the same thing. So I will say that now, and I'm hoping it's a result of that 10%, but, but I'm hoping, uh, what I'm saying is that the amount of um, extra, jeez, I'm all frazzled. <laughs> the 10% is coming in handy in some places. That's what I'm trying to say. And it's good because Microsoft is going out of their way, and I think they realized that maybe their hardware was a little inferior, and they're taking their you know their bell you know bells and whistles trying to, to beef it up, and uh, they've done that by taking out the Connect, which I think is good. So they are more on par, on par with PlayStation. So I do appreciate that, and I don't know the hierarchy there, but I do credit that to Phil Spencer. I feel like I think he realized during his E three speech and. Just other stuff that I've heard him say. I think he realized that the console wasn't really meeting like like hardcore gamers' right. expectations, and he's since gone back and they've kind of cleaned it up. So I'm happy about that. I think that's a good move. So going forward, we have um, Sunset Overdrive on the horizon, which looks very interesting. Although I will say, not enough for Jim to get the bundle. Well, see, this is it. So you know, there's I, been many times at at work uh, in the last couple of months where, yes. you know, there's a bundle available yes. or some sort of yes. deal with the Microsoft Store. You know, get three free games and yes. buy the bundle. Yes. And all these things tempting Jim, tempting. But and I haven't done. He has still. I haven't done it, and I'll tell you why is because I have yet to. Since I've already said before that if there's a game that's multi-platform, I'm going to get it on PlayStation. Period. The actual exclusives from Xbox, have there aren't any that I'm interested in. Rise is coming to PC, but I'm not interested in it. Dead Rising 3 is already out on PC. And uh, Insomniac Games, who's making um, Sunset Overdrive, has announced they're considering going to PC as well. Oh, so well. I'm like, oh no. So you're really seeing, short of Halo, which will be coming out, the Master Chief Collection, which I'm not interested in, but Halo 5... In Gears, I'm very interested in. I may end up getting an Xbox just for a couple games like that. There aren't any real exclusives that have caught my attention. Not to say there aren't other ones. Project Spark is an exclusive. Um, That's on PC as well. Oh, okay. There you go. That's not even exclusive. <laughs> my point is, is if there are any out there, there's none that are like, whoa, I got to have that, this. That Project Spark, I haven't seen any reviews or anything on it, but that, to it, me, feels like... It would be better on PC because you're designing and yeah. it'd be easier to point and click with your mouse rather than the controller. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that I think that's more. I think a keyboard and a mouse would do better on that game. So I haven't really seen anything that makes me say, "Oh my God, I gotta have an Xbox." But I will say that I am happy going forward. I think there is some progress being made. I think there's still have a long way to go. I think a lot of the damage has already been done. I mean, you see the sales numbers. That's really the ultimate uh, metric we have. And PlayStation is up two to one, a little bit more than that now. And I don't see it changing anytime soon. So here's hoping that Microsoft continues managing that message. And I think they're going to have to do more groveling for people like me to um, not to kick them when they're down. But I'm still not sold that 
this isn't just some fad. I, I wasn't a fan of the stuff they were doing. We all raised concerns when we saw the console being talked about with the operating system. Nobody wanted all that. Nobody wanted to connect. They did it anyway, and they've pretty much reversed every decision, but people like me have already jumped ship. We're not going back. Mm -hmm. So I hope in the next year, I hope Master Chief and Halo 5 is just insane. I hope we get some other exclusives coming along that are just blow my mind away that'll make me say, you know what? I'm really missing out on this. A new Gears game or yes. something of that level. Black Tusk Studios, Rod Ferguson. I have a feeling it's going to be good. But they did say we have to betray fans. That was a direct quote from him, and it was a very carefully selected word. We have to betray fans in order to push the series forward. Because we all agreed judgment was okay. Crap. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, well, but it wasn't it great. Wasn't, they, they took the, the Gears game, and then they made it into like an arcade yeah. mini game. Way and all too the, compartmentalized. The stars ratings, and every, yes. every level was so small. Yes. I hated being interrupted in the game to get my star rating yeah. to move on they to the next section and do it. Scenes. It was very jerky. So... That's Xbox, and in my opinion, in a nutshell. I think they have a little bit more to do. Um, obviously, all these crazy sales they've been doing is, is reeks of desperation, but it's good for the gamer. The gamer wins. I've seen bundles with free games, free coupon codes, trading your old Xbox. At one point, I could have gotten an Xbox One with three games in a Connect as long as I traded in my old 360. For $300. You could have gotten rid of this broken white one that's on the shelf. I almost did, but it's, it's still sitting there, if you notice, because it was. I'm waiting for the limit. If anybody's listening on Xbox aside, you need to release a console that looks cool. I'm not talking about a white one. I'm talking about some really cool paint job or color scheme, and then I'll come So back. the ugly-ass Advanced Warfare console <laughs> does not. I like the one terabyte on it, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, the one terabyte thing. I was like, fuck you. That's I was so it. pissed. That's about it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look that great. And but I, I wouldn't buy that console because it's ugly. Well, I The gray is ugly. It's got all these stupid decals everywhere. And you know what? It's, it's not even a design. And you know what? It's not special because it's an annual release. Right. So a Gears game, a Halo game that doesn't come by very often, yeah. If it's cool, Sunset Overdrive, if it truly does stay on PC or on Xbox and does not go to PC, if they did some crazy paint job, that would have even been cool. But they just want the white one. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. I'm kind of wondering if that's because uh, PlayStation had their white one with Destiny. They had all those day one editions, and they took them back and just scratched the day one sticker <laughs> off. That's my opinion. It wasn't a sticker. I think it was uh, oh. on the controller. Okay. Anyway. So, Xbox. So, moving on to... Well, well uh, if, oh, if anything about the last generation proved anything, is that yes. inferior hardware does not the winner make. Or, uh, so the, the Xbox 360 was less powerful than the PS3. Everybody agreed on that. And it finally has been... But it... Yes. It just, it just this year did they finally... They had enough of a sales. PR and marketing push yes, or whatever to yes. win every year for eight years until... You yes. know, the new consoles came out. Yes, they sold an experience, and the live service was what people were interested in, and they were willing to pay um, the premium of extra processing power in exchange for that functionality. Right. And, Absolutely. And uh, also, I think what the game gaming industry can learn is, uh, you know, the power of PR now. Right. And, you know, eight years ago, we didn't have this huge Twitter sphere, Facebook... 
gaming news media outlets. I mean, IGN and GameSpot were still around. Yes. But they were, you know, they they didn't have all this competition, this 24-hour right. Twitter or Facebook or Google Plus or all these right. communities of gamers talking to each other all the time and getting, right. you know, the way that social media is so frenzied now. It's that uh, I think they they learned that PR is a lot more important than they thought it was. Absolutely, yeah. I think a lot of people were turned off by what the initial press conference for the Xbox was. I think them doing a the dedicated reveal focusing more on entertainment, even though they did do a very good job at their E3 that launch year. That first impression, you know, they always say that makes the biggest influence, and I think a lot of people saw that YouTube video where they just focused on the word tv and yeah it, it really just sports sports tv yeah, TV. a lot TV. of gamers just got a bad taste in their mouth so but i do like the direction they're going i will say that I'm, i have a much more optimistic outlook of them in the future but for me it's not there yet even with forza horizon 2 there you go that's an exclusive that i want forza horizon 2 not I'm, enough to make you commit right now I still got forza horizon yep i'm still good with well maybe you should wait i'm surprised that they didn't launch a uh a wheel peripheral with that. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. They've really kind of backed away from that. They have or their... even make the, uh, if if there's a way to make the 361 backwards compatible or right. something like that, you know? Yeah. That would have been interesting. So, we got, I say, good on Xbox? Any other thoughts before I move on to the next one? <laughs> I'm saving PlayStation oh, for last. You're, you're leading the charge then. Okay. I'm leading the charge. Okay, so Xbox. So well, I know we're on a time limit because Brent, you know. All right, so uh, Wii U. In the okay, past Wii year. Wii U. Educate us about Wii U and where okay, do you think so, it's heading? So Wii U has actually taken a turn for a, a lot better, actually. And that was solely because of Mario Kart 8. So a lot of people had the Wii U. I got the Wii U as on a cheapy bundle that they had. Well, cheap compared to other things. It was a couple games, and they gave away the Wii U for a pretty low price. I think it was like two... I think it was 300 And I got two games and the console and everything. And uh, some gift cards to the store. So they were really trying to win people back. They've really embraced what everybody else has been doing in terms of DLC and in the online digital store. So their digital store is actually really cool. They have a lot of old... Because they have all the old classic games. So they have the old Mario and that sort of thing. Which they... Some of them they've been revamping, putting new coats of paint on them and selling them. Sometimes they just have the old games on sale... And it's causing people to notice it that didn't notice it before. It was it's the only console that's backward compatible in terms of both gaming and in digital content downloads. And the uh, Wii motes. Everything. Yep. The same Wii motes. Um, if you didn't, unless you had the old, old, old Wii motes with the, you didn't have the extend the extender cable. It's like a gyroscope thing. Oh, the Wii Motion Plus. The Wii thing. Motion Plus. That's what it is. The, you need that. So if you don't have it, you got to buy the adapter. But if you have the old one, it works fine. All the old peripherals, the uh, the controller, the everything, still the same. Pro controller, yep, all that. All stuff. still there, and I all still use them. So they did an awesome job on that, but they really fell kind of on the wayside because they didn't have that many good games. Third party still continues to not support them, so it was up to them to kind of make it work. And I mean, they had games like Pikmin and Wonderful One Hundred One that were okay, but. Mario Kart 8 really just changed everything because it was such an amazing game. 1080p, 60 frames a second, and it looked amazing. It plays amazing, too. And that's kind of turned it around, that game in of itself. Since then, 
You've got Smash Brothers coming out later in the year. It's already out for the DS, but it's coming out for the Wii U. You've got Hyrule Warriors, which is the Legend of Zelda and um, Dynasty Warriors Cross. And uh, you got some other third party, not third party, but lesser known characters. Like, I know you haven't played uh, Super Mario 3D World, but there's this character in there named Captain Toad. He's got his own game coming out, Captain Toad's Adventures. Huh. It looks really cool. So they've done a really good job of really pushing out a lot of games. It took them a while to get there. They got their Amiibo things coming out, which is like their Skylander or Disney Infinity type peripheral, which isn't doing a lot for me other than it's a cool now, little collectible. Isn't that for the new DS? Or is that going to be no, on the Wii U as well? That's for the Wii U. On the Wii U gamepad on the bottom left, there was always this little icon. It looked like two little squares, and nobody knew what it was for. And that's they finally turned that functionality on, and you scan that over that pad, and it will affect the gameplay. Okay. Again, yeah, I, yeah, right. Brent's going okay, and like. Well, I kn- I know that Skylanders has been a big deal for a while, and it hasn't. You know, it's pr- pretty popular with lower or not lower younger kids. Um, not really in the hardcore gamer circle, so you don't see it covered Correct. that much. Correct. But apparently, it has been a huge, and huge so boom. So is this. That's why Infinity. Disney Infinity came out last year, and we have yes. the new 2.0 with the yep. Marvel, which I think is kind of a shaft to say that, oh, hey, you got to rebuy the uh, the right. system and pack and everything to yep. play with Marvel characters. Agreed. Agree. And and also with that the Disney Infinity 2.0, yeah, the old Disney Infinity characters. They don't work on the Marvel Correct. one. Correct. It's not... It, yeah, that's a definite money grab, but you know what? People are buying it, so... So... They uh, did it. They it, pulled it off. Nintendo's they, strength is, obvi- is obviously... And it has always been its exclusive games and characters. Yes, yes. And they're finally so utilizing... It's a smart move for them to have it built in already to the system. Yes. You buy a character, it affects yes. a game... And they're finally utilizing them in a the correct manner. So smart, yeah. Smart move by Nintendo. They did a really good job with that. Um, and, and moving forward, there hasn't been any management changes at Nintendo or anything like that. It's the same crew that's been around. Um, they shored up a Bayonetta 2 exclusive deal, which is a big deal. Comes um, with the first game as comes well, with which the is first pretty cool. Game. So they're, they're, they're trying. I mean, I got to give them credit. It's, it's still a secondary system. It's not a system that a true hardcore gamer would buy exclusively it's a complementary system to something else right whether it's pc or playstation if or you're Xbox, interested in playing the the biggest releases of the year you're, you're not going to be able to play them on wii u the, you're not going to do you're going to do it on playstation or, or pc or, <laughs> or xbox yeah if you like lower resolution but uh, okay no uh but yeah so it's definitely a secondary system i don't see it changing even with all these new games that are coming out especially since a lot of the first party games or third party games just don't make it there so you're not going to have the new... Um, Ubisoft came out and said it, yes. Assassin's Creed Unity would not be possible on Wii U. Correct. A lot of, it's just not technically there on a lot of games. But in addition, it's just there's no cost. So they, they, they release it either later on or not at all. So that's kind of a disappointment. But again, understanding that it's a backup ancillary system, you throw Nintendo some love, give them some money, you support your childhood games, and you get these new games in addition. It's... It's not a bad buy. I still think it's a good buy, and I still think you could buy it and get a dozen good games right now, especially with the store and how they keep doing flash sales. And uh, I think alone between Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8, you're going to get your money's worth. Just I, I think so. People are just going to... Everybody who's played the new Mario Kart 8 is freaking in love with it. It's just <laughs> it's a great game. It runs smooth. It looks good. It's fun. All that good stuff. I can't say enough good things about them. So 
I think they're doing well. They um, little snafu with the new uh, handheld that they have coming out. I was gonna say the 3DX L, right? Is that what it's called? Or well, they have the 3DS, which is the original, and then they had the XL, which is the bigger screen. So what is the new one called? The 3DS Nub. The new 3DS, I think it's called. Oh my yeah. gosh! But that one comes with a second control stick. So you have your left directional and now a right thumbstick directional. Those games that are exclusive to using that um, control stick will not work on the old DS. Which I I, I know it's a lower price system. Is it down to 250 now? Uh, I think they're around 200. 200. I think 150 so to 175. The, the barrier to of entry has always been a little bit lower, but right. seeing as how you I mean you got the uh, the 2DS last year sitting behind you on the shelf. Mario's holding it. Oh. No, no, no. I thought you got the flat one. Rachel got the flat oh, one. Oh, no. We don't have the flat one. She's got the XL. That's the bigger screen. Okay. So this that's is a regular the regular 3DS. That's not the 3DS. That's the DS. Oh. The dual screen. And then I got the 3DS, which is the 3D dual screen. And then Rachel's got the 3DS XL, which is the 3DS with a bigger screen. I thought this was different because my brother has the original 3DS, which is a monster. Yes. Monster system. Okay. Yes. So there's a lot of them floating around, though. That's the point. But that's that's got to be confusing for the consumer. Of course, and that's why and I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what the packaging is on these 3D new 3DS games. How are you going to di- differentiate that you need the one with the nub? They'll probably yeah. It's I don't know how they're doing that, but it's it's not a good idea. Whatever the, whoever at Nintendo is in charge of hardware needs to stop. And when they have a good idea, they need to just have a good idea and save it for a couple years. Yeah, because you're breaking the back, and if you you're breaking the back of the consumer, and if you do look at sales you will see that the sales are dwindling every time they make a new one. The DS was a huge hit. I would, I would think good. that this new hardware would bump down the older, the 2DS, the 3DS XL. It might in cost, but and you're still fragmenting you would your see, audience. You would fragment the audience, but maybe the, the newer audience that would say, oh, I, I want a 3DS, would go not be educated. Maybe. And then go buy the, the, the cheaper options, the older options, not knowing any better, and then, you know... It's, it's almost as convoluted as having a console called the 360 and then making a console called the One. <laughs> but the point is, yeah, the, the, the naming convention is off and it is, consume, it is confusing consumers. And a lot of us are just like, you know what? It's, it's a travel system. It's good enough what I have. So the, their focus, it, they, they kind of lost their focus a little bit. They started kind of focusing more on the 3DS. Now they're going back to the Wii U. But they need to stick with the Wii U and or the yeah the Wii U. Keep making these amazing games that everybody's been waiting for—a new Zelda game, a new Metroid game. Right. Invigorate the core, and I think they'll be okay. Now let's talk PlayStation. To me, save the best for last. I know that's your opinion, but I think it's interesting to see how PlayStation has a similar business strategy to Microsoft in terms of uh, now they're breaking into TV. They're producing their own series, Powers, which based on a comic book, Brian Michael Bendis, comic uh, timing listener should be familiar with it. That was the most Michael Avon Oming. Whatever. That the bald guy that came out during E3. Boring and nobody cares. He, he put everyone to sleep. He's the writer of the comic. He's usually not that stiff. He, on other interviews, uh, he's a lot funnier. He's a lively guy. Who cares.com. But I'm just, I would, I want to point out that instead of, you know, this has probably been in their back pocket all along, but they saved it for a year later till everybody was out. And now they have this PlayStation TV device, which yes, is $100. Yes, with the PlayStation $100. Now hookup. Yes. With PlayStation Now, which is really interesting. Yes. 
Um, but to me, when they start talking about PlayStation TV, um, you know, all the new series that are coming out, they're trying to position themselves as a now content provider other than just games. Yes. I kind of like choked a little bit because I thought it was so hypocritical for them to be so uh, critical of Microsoft last year for having an all-in-one box. To whereas now PlayStation's trying to position themselves in the same manner that Microsoft but came out. Was that more of the fans or was that more of PlayStation brass? What do you mean? You saying that they were critical? Are you saying that PlayStation came out and said "screw you guys" or Both. was it the fans? Both. You watched that E3 presentation last year from PlayStation. It's the brass. Okay. Remember they because they came out and had a few jabs at Microsoft. They did. You're right. So. And the um, well deserved, well played. What was it? The commercials and stuff. Here's how you trade a game on PlayStation. Oh, I'm gonna hand the disc over. That was step one. Is the official trade commercial. Here's the disc. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So, to me, it was a little hypocritical to be like, oh yeah, now we're gonna go into the the multimedia. Uh, you know, it's not a wrong approach because obviously, if it was a wrong approach, they wouldn't be doing it anyway. But obviously, there's money to be made in this type yes. of multimedia all-in-one box solution um so i don't understand why it why they had to be so nasty about it that's true um, other than just to be you know dirty bad not bad business but dirty bastards be dirty bastards and be mean well i kind of look at it um very similarly to you however I do agree, I think, them making that TV show and some of the direction that they have been taking in the last couple months is not the focus they need to go it's in. It's almost like Don Matrick is secretly working oh for, for PlayStation. Hey, guy. <laughs> what worries me is you have core functionality that was promised on both consoles, but we're just going to talk about PlayStation, about this being able to control your buddy's game at any point, about some of the other functionality that they had, and it's not there yet. So don't even waste my time talking about all that other stuff because I don't care about it. I don't care about any of that. What I want is the stuff that was like promised to me first, and then you can worry about the other stuff. But it, now I will say it is a it is a, a an add-on. It doesn't take away from the processing power or the design decisions that PlayStation made. As where I feel the Xbox did kind of that, where they had the Kinect and it did take away from some of the processing power. So it is a bonus, but um, or it's just an add-on. You don't have to download powers. It's not going to be in your face. But I think I do agree with you. I, I, no one cares. It's not going to do well because that's people don't want that. People want a console for games. That's what I've yeah, said. Well, I, at the PlayStation audience has very made it very clear yes. that they don't want anything other than games on Correct. their PlayStation. Correct. So we want the best graphics. We want good gameplay. We don't care about all the Gucci kind of bells and whistles. Give us the option to change the background. How about that? What about your PlayStation Network name, Viper Magic? Hey, Viper Magic is a great PlayStation <laughs> name. I'm thinking about writing it into Podcast Beyond. From college. <laughs> and say, look at this guy, Viper Magic. What the fuck? Uh, um, yeah, you're right. So, so the direction in the last year, PlayStation, I, I feel going into E3 that they had a big head. And I feel like they were. I, I feel like they lost E3 because of that. Not, what does that really mean? Nothing. But it's not a competition. Well, it is, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not an official competition. But I feel like they lost E3, and I feel like they kind of rested on their laurels too much. And they said, "Well, you know, we're we're okay. We're in charge," and they kind of phoned it in. And I want to see. That's why, as much as I am not a fan of Xbox right now, 
I want things like what Phil Spencer is doing to that company because it's going to make it better and it's in turn going to drive competition up. Mm -hmm. If Microsoft rolled over and died like all the fanboys wanted them to do when they announced the DRM and all that kind of crap. PlayStation would be able to do whatever they want. You'd never get any gamer-centric things. It would be the evil empire. That's correct. They would would lose that fighting killer edge and I feel like they kind of lost it at E3 and hopefully they were humbled a little bit and realized that, oh my God, this is the first time we've been getting bad press. So since then, what have they really done? There haven't been that many exclusive games. Drive Club came out yesterday. It's a flop. Um, 11 tracks, 11 cars. Oh, my gosh. It was supposed to hype people up to get them on board for PlayStation Plus. It came out. I'm not going to do that with 11 tracks and 11 cars. It came out a year late. It's having major server Mm. issues. People couldn't even download it on their consoles because it wasn't even showing up on the store. So... That game is just marred with negative press, regardless if it's a great racing game or not, which it's not, by the way. You're not going to get that kind of, whoa, oh my god. I mean, it's, I guess I shouldn't say it's not great. It's, there's nothing spectacular about it. And when you're spoiled after playing Forza 5, that's what you expect. Oh, and I will say something totally unrelated. Not unrelated. No rear view mirror lines in that game either. So for whatever reason in these racing games, <laughs> when you have your rear view mirror, it doesn't reflect lines in the road, and Drive Club does not either. Just thought I'd throw that Maybe out. it's a gaming impossibility. Possibility. It's a vortex. <laughs> um, they have, I'm trying to think of exclusive games they have. The one I am most excited about is Bloodborne. That comes out next year. And the Order 1886, I'm on the fence about. Now, Bloodborne I'm going to get because it's from the game company From Software. And they're the guys that made Dark Souls, which is one of the best games. So it's another punishing game. Supposedly, it's more Devil May Cry-ish, but I'm not sure. That's They were supposed to have a closed alpha, which I got into, but they delayed it. Uh-huh. How'd I get in? You just have to wait and find out. <laughs> uh, so I haven't gotten a chance to play it. Most people haven't, but it could be interesting. Um, but the direction going forward, I know they're going to be releasing a new... They're Finally, they're going to release their version 2.0 software, which will close the gaps on everything they had promised, such as the ability to jump in and play with your friends and improve. Now, Far Cry 4 is supposed to have this ability where you can jump in and play co-op with your buddy that owns the game, but only on the PS4, correct? Correct. So what Far Cry, Cor- Far Cry 4 is doing is... What Blizzard's been doing for years, they call it spawning. So if I own the game, and Brent owns a PlayStation 4 in an alternate reality where he makes logical decisions, sorry, (laughs) and I have the game, he can jump in only when I am playing and play with me in co-op mode. Now, there's been rumors that he can only do that for 5 or 10 hours, and then it kicks him out. If that's true, that's the dumbest feature ever. No one's going to do that. It's going to generate more hate than good. Now, why they're doing... Now, that is an exclusive to PlayStation feature i don't really see that as a game changer or a deal breaker it's neat i feel like it's more of a technical demo to show you hey we have this ability think about how we can use it later on but i don't see people running out and you know well let's play co-op together i I think you'd own the game at that point on your own yeah um but the ability the ability to stream content I think it's cool. from that purchase of the Gaikai company and all the technology that allows them to have the PlayStation Now streaming. I think yes. that's, I think that technology and that software is what's fueling this Far Cry Four ability. Maybe, maybe. yes, I, I would agree with that. Not um, just, not that Ubisoft is, has made it up no, and programmed yeah. it. I, I think it's something within the PlayStation architecture. I think PlayStation paid money and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to give you the tech. You give us the the key to the software kind yeah. of thing." 
Um, other than that, I can't say PlayStation's really advanced or done anything that just blows my mind away. Uh, their president did retire, Jack Trenton. It's now some other dude who claps his hands a lot. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, he's he's he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the gusto that Jack did. But I can't say that the games have developed uh, suffered because of that. Not the impact like Phil Spencer's had on Xbox at all. I wouldn't expect that from PlayStation. I I feel like they're more in cruise control right now. I don't think it's not a good or bad time to get in. I think they've just it's been business as usual. Um, play, Xbox did make a huge push lately with all the consoles and reducing the price of consoles and giving away a lot of bundles, but it hasn't worked. So I don't feel like PlayStation's in any threat, unfortunately, and I don't think you're going to see any kind of crazy, hmm. oh my God, got to have stuff. So moving forward, this is fall game season, so a lot of stuff has come out and yeah. is coming out. Oh my God. So uh, to this point, the big releases that have come out are Destiny, which we'll get to last and uh, Shadow of Mordor, which just came out, and you have been playing a little bit. I have been playing a um, lot so, of it. So what else are you looking forward to this fall? So on top of those two games, which I'm playing, I've already pre-ordered WWE 2K15 Hulkamania Edition, bitch. It's got a signed freaking mat from Hulk Hogan himself that he stood in in the squared circle. Only 25000 were made. Hell yeah. Now, the reason I'm excited about this game is people are like, oh, great, an annual wrestling game. It's a brand new fighting engine from built from the ground up with next gen in mind. If you've seen screenshots, so it's it next looks, gen only, right? It's also for current gen, but they are using a different engine, a slower engine. Okay. So it's not going to look nearly as good. But the next gen screenshots they've showed are insane. It looks like freaking John Cena. They showed Randy Orton, some of the other dudes, Roman Reigns. It looks insane. I am so excited for this game. Finally, it's not a phone-in wrestling game like the last so, 10 years we So had. is the shield together in this game, or are they going to be broken up? Or? Unknown. I don't know. <laughs> I hope I hope that Dean Ambrose, at least, is playable as the the lunatic fringe Dean Ambrose that we've been enjoying on wrestling because he is he's the next Steve Austin. He's amazing. So I'm really excited about that game. I think that's going to be really, really cool graphic-wise. I've also pre-ordered Unity. Not... Um, What's the other? Revelation? Or Re uh, God damn it. Reunion? Uh, revolution? Oh, that's blanking rogue, on me. Rogue, rogue, rogue. Rogue. I haven't gotten Rogue. I'm, I'm on the fence about now, that. Now, I remember last time we were talking, we were saying Rogue, or Comet at the time, the, the last-gen yes, one, yes, yes. should come out in the summer. And then yes. they announced it. They finally announced what it was, and they said, yes. oh, it's coming out. Two weeks before Unity. Yes. Then it gets delayed. Now they're coming out the exact same day. Yeah, that's the dumbest idea. Oh, my gosh. That's a really dumb idea. Um, I'm excited about Unity. It's a next-gen engine. It looks great. They said it's very dark. It's very different from the other Assassin's Creeds. They said it's more in line with the original Assassin's Creed, which I read to be more of a dark story. Not that Ezio shiving people in the face wasn't dark. Right. But the first Assassin's Creed had a pretty good betrayal in it. And once you realize what yeah. was happening, it was a pretty deep plot, yeah. dark plot. So, I mean, it takes place during the French Revolution, which is one of the bloodiest revolutions in mankind. What I'm excited about so, with Unity, uh, not just being able to walk, actually walk through the buildings and stuff. Oh, that was Not great. like the yes. Assassin's Creed 3 uh, cutscene or whatever, where you jump through a window, knocked over a table, went out the next window. These actually a fully playable environment. Yes. Supposedly it's supposed to minimize loading screens yes. or something. We'll see. I'm kind of not yet sold that if you walk through Notre Dame, you're not going to have a quick loading screen of the interior and maybe the basement. Correct. 
um, and that it's all seamless. Right. Yeah. We're not. I'm not really sure yet on how they're going to handle that. Um, supposed to be seamless, but we don't know. I have caught a, uh, a loading screen on Destiny in the Cosmodrome a couple yes, times on my speeder bike. But um, saving the best for last. Yeah. Besides PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. But game. I'm excited for the customization because. A lot of the previews and stuff, you know, at first everybody looked to be in like the same armor and hood and cloak and stuff. And then as it's come out or as we're getting closer and closer to the launch of this game. Right. And Jim and I are big Assassin's Creed fans as if you've listened to like the last every episode we put out, less than 10. Uh, you'll know you know that we're big Assassin's Creed guys. I'm excited about the cut level of uh, customization. You can focus on different classes. If you want to be a stealth guy, you can yes. focus on stealth. Yes. Attack, which probably will be me. You can focus on attack. And not just the different weapons, which has always been part of the Assassin's Creed, but, you know, your armor and stuff. It's Whereas, like, what I liked in the Ezio ones um, before we got to 3 is that you got your armor leveled up. But by the end of the game, if everybody was leveling up their armor, they all had the same armor and the same gear. Yes. To whereas now, it's going to be like, you can get this armor, you can get that armor, you can change, it looks like you can change the colors, you can wear a fucking purple if you want, and green. It does look like, I hope it's not just shaders, but it, I hope, I don't think it's a full-blown RPG type system where you're going to have different stats, although I could be wrong. But yes, a any customization as well. If, it, if it's just like, if you want this hood, select a color. The way that they had, um, it might be the way it is now. With like the uh, I forget what it was. It was like it was a color palette swap. Yeah. But if you have a color palette swap with a bunch of different options, to it me, that's better. really neat. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the series is long overdue for that. So that's going to be good. Um, I, I'm excited. They're getting rid of the competitive multiplayer, which I think is probably a good idea. It's kind of tired now. It's run its course. So yeah, I bring it back in a year or two. Maybe I, do some buffs to it. I played it a little it bit on Assassin's Creed Four, but I never. I didn't play it on Three. I played it barely on Revelations. I think is that when it came out, or I did it to get the platinum on Black Flag. That's the only reason I had to win fifty matches. I did my fifty matches uh -huh. on my fiftieth match. Got my plat, and I've never played it. It, it was interesting, but it wasn't. It didn't grip you. It didn't hook no, you. No, you're right. It, yeah, it was. It was just tired. It was great when it came out, but it would been. It's run its course. So. Give them, give them a little bit of time on that. Let them clean it up. Um, maybe it'll be back in the future. Although I will say, um, as if, and I normally say this a lot, this is one of the rare exceptions. I don't like when they take stuff away from me as a gamer. So I'd say leave it in and then add this co-op thing. I don't know why we have to not have it entirely. Even though we all agree it kind of stinks. You know, maybe, I don't know. Don't take it away and then... Not bring it back. Enough. Well, the, the only thing that would be in, make it interesting for me is uh, if they made it a lot more fluid. But I don't know that you could have like a Batman Arkham style fighting system on an online multiplayer and have everybody interact and stuff. I don't think it would work, which is why those shooters work well because you have invisible bullets flying around. Yes, yes. And those are the only things you have to do hit detection. Just That's damage, it. Just damage, right. Just damage. So Not parrying and blocking. Yeah, and I think that would be too complicated. Maybe the next... The next one, although God of War had something like that, Ascension. They did have a competitive multiplayer, but that game didn't receive high marks, and that was part of it. Okay. So, uh, also, we have Advanced Warfare coming out, which now is another Call of Duty. That is actually exciting to me because it's gone away from Treyarch. It's gone back to Sledgehammer. Those were the guys who made the original Modern Warfare, which is on my bookshelf over there. Um, uh, it's, I think I had it for Xbox at the time. I don't know what I was thinking. Um <laughs> Yeah, there it is. Okay, so uh, it's going back to them. You're going to get some fresh blood in the series. They're going to have some 
new looks. And I got to say, I'm actually very excited about it this year because if you look at the amount of changes that they've made, they're talking about adding in the third-person view on select maps again. They've got the exosuit, which has got bursts of speed and superhuman strength. Double jump. Double jump, gliding, all that crazy kind of fun stuff. So that's exciting. I think they're doing. A, I think they're smart about the way that they're going back and kind of cleaning up the uh, the multiplayer. And it's gonna. I think it's gonna be good again. So I gotta say, you know, I'm excited about this one. I wasn't before. I'm not so big on the story. I mean, I'll play it. It'll be a thrill a minute, Michael Bay. You know, everything Which gets exploded. Always, always what I've liked about the Modern Warfare games. As you do like the story. I do like the stories. I love single player shooter campaigns. I love single-player shooter campaigns. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's an okay story, but the multiplayer is what's where you sink your teeth into yes. that game, and it sounds like they're doing a good job. They have they've they've taken the old pick ten system, and they've revamped that slightly, so there's different perks now, a lot more customization than there was in the past. So I'm on board for this one. I I haven't pre-ordered it yet. I was hoping for some kind of crazy limited edition statue kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing it, and we're about a month away. So I guess not. I could. They have a Day Zero edition, which Xbox gives, bundle and the Day Zero. They have yeah. a Day Zero edition, which gives you double XP for the first day. But um, oh my gosh, how much can you play in, in one day? That's that... what I mean. It doesn't seem like the branding doesn't seem there. So and some DLC, a gun or something. I don't know. But nothing that blows me away. So, but now, I think I'm on board for that. Now we got Sunset Overdrive coming out, which Jim and I say looks interesting. But every gameplay thing we've seen has been this guy shooting on rails on a roller coaster or telephone wire. And our fear about this game is that you could beat it within two hours. It looks very fat. If you don't have to to shoot all the enemies to clear a stage, the only hope that I can see with this game is the Tony Hawk ish element. Where you you play it multiple times to beat your score. Maybe there's collectibles or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and where you even that would help too if they had more of an open world concept. But the fact that you can the way that the guy showed it at E3 when he went on stage and he demoed the game and he was the president or whatever. He stayed he entirely on the rooftops, entirely he on blew the rails, through it and he even made a note that you never have to walk on the ground, which is awesome. But he got from the beginning of the level to the end in a short, short, short amount of time. And I'm worried that you're going to be doing a lot of like, now go to the Ferris wheel, now go back, now go to the Ferris wheel, yeah, now go to the Ferris Crisscross the level. So, um, and I hope that that's not the case, but I'm a little concerned that I think that game may be more hype. And after the initial 30 minutes of, whoa, this gameplay is great, it's going to grow stale. And I don't know, I haven't, I can't, I hope it's not because I'm very interested in it. And I hope it does stay an Xbox One exclusive because that'll make people like me more interested in getting Xbox. And I think Xbox fans would probably not be happy if it went to PC because it's another exclusive that kind of slipped through yeah. their grasp. Uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is the Master Chief Collection. Um, playing through, I've never played the original Halo, so I'm very interested Spoilers, to play. Spoilers, he lives at the end. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm very interested to play through all four campaigns in a row. The Black Eyed Dice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because um, I love the Halo campaign. Yes. We loved Halo 4. We I, thought that was great. I think the playlist thing's cool. I think them redoing the second one is awesome. They're bringing back a lot of those maps that a lot of us sank our teeth into in college, learning how to multiply. Right. And multiplayer. what I think is interesting in... see, Well, I guess we'll see how this takes off if uh, Halo 5 is the same way. They're bringing back the ranked matchmaking system. Yes. To whereas it's not a... Your rank is not a level of how much you've played the game. So if you play 
exclusively Halo, or I know there are people that play exclusively Call of Duty, they're level 50, yes. or whatever, and all that means is they played the game a lot more than you if you just started and you're a level 4. Now it's going to be based on skill level, so That's your really rank will go up and down, just like in Halo 2 back in the day, as far as how many kills you got, how many deaths you got, so yes. as you get better and better in playing the game, you'll play with better and better players, which is what I always liked about Halo 2, is that you played with people of your same skill level. Yeah. So it was never like a, uh, you know, you were never playing against these guys that knew how to quick scope and stuff like that. Correct. You're gonna be you're, the the multiplayer is gonna be competitive based on your skill level, not on your time. Exactly right. And I think that is awesome. It's a great idea. The one thing that it did annoy me back in the day though was is that uh, my roommate is the one who owned the Xbox in the Halo Two. And uh, the couple times he did allow me to play the multiplayer, and I was not very good because I didn't have, you know, a system of my own. Right. He got kind of pissed when I died a lot because it hurt his ranking, and he kind of threw a temper tantrum one bad, time. A bad day will hurt you, and you have to fight your way back up. But that's what makes it competitive. Yeah. Beyond your game. But I think that's uh, really interesting. So we'll see if Halo 5 does the same thing. And right. if, if Halo 5 is a big success, I feel like it's going to sell a lot more than maybe this Master Chief collection. We'll see. Um, maybe I'm the PlayStation the... folks will come back, but maybe that'll swing the pendulum back into this actual competitive multiplayer ranking versus just, yeah. oh, you've played the game for X amount of hours, you're maxed out level cap. I think that's cap. awesome. And I, I know a lot of game companies have shied away from that because they want to... It's got to be hard to program. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there, you know what? Everyone's in such a society now where there's so many you know handouts and everything. People just, you know... It, you got to earn it. A lot of people aren't fans of that type of gameplay. You got to earn. You want to. You want to wear the good badge. You want to be the best. You got to play the best. Not just sink a lot of time into it. And I like that. You could, but I think on the on the flip side, there are probably a lot of gamers who feel like if I, I'm a huge Call of Duty guy or Halo guy, yeah. and I play exclusively that game for six months, I should be at the max level and have, right. uh, you know, everything unlocked. But I think that. They'll find a. There's no unlocks in Halo, or I don't exactly know how that works yet. Um, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I think back to Halo Four, and they did have unlocks based on. It was just armor. It looked different. You had a different look. So yeah. Maybe you get a cool. And armor I thought I thought that was awesome. I love that. I that part was really idea. cool. Back but in the day, that's not going to come right. with Master Chief Collection. I don't believe. So. Back in the day on a, on Xbox 360, Hawk was a badass. That was me. Yes. So I had four letters. Yes. That was really cool. So I'm excited. Yeah, I guess I'm not so excited about that. I've beaten all the Halos. You can um, come over and play it. And we'll we'll have some fun with it when it comes yeah. out. Yes, I've been given the golden ticket to Brent's. Yay! Yay. Um, I'm trying to think what else is there. Any Far Cry Four is coming out. I'm very excited about that. Very, very, very excited about that one. Actually, um, really in depth open world gameplay. A lot of shooters, though. This is the season of shooters. of shooters. It is the season of shooters. Um, yeah, other than really... There's I'm thinking, no big, like, RPG. There's no... I mean, the sports games have already come out. Skyrim's in the off here. You had Shadow Mortar came out already. That was your kind of big... Sink your teeth into that. Yeah, I'm not really thinking... Unless there's some, I'm just the glaring one that's off... To, you know, I'm not thinking about, but... There isn't anything on the radar that isn't really shooter-related right now. Hmm. So, tough to work on All that. All right, so... Let's wrap up by talking about yes. the game. Jim and I have both been playing on separate systems a lot recently. Jim, more than me... Uh, Destiny. Four words about Destiny. Game of the year. It is going to be game of the year. And I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody and their mother can't stop talking about it. Whether you love it or you hate it, you all play the shit out of it. And you all know I'm right. I, I, I said this at lunch today. This game sucks. Can't talk now playing Destiny. 
<laughs> I did not say that. I did say uh, it's not the my favorite game, but it is fun to play and it is very addicting. And it, although it may be because I do not have that many games to play on Xbox right now. Okay. There are a couple of arcade games I could go play, but I would rather play a shooter Spelunky. or a fully built game. Spelunky. It's does it say something that um, I would rather play Destiny than Titanfall? Probably. Okay, so. Bungie, and I wrote this in my blog, I said this on my channel, everything, all that crap. Bungie sells experiences. That's what they sell. I don't care who you are, you go back and replay Halo 3, and you're going to. You're going to replay Halo I am. 3. When you get to the point in the game where you start hallucinating because of the grave mind, right. and you see all these hallucinations of Cortana, you're going to be like, what the fuck? And you're going to say that a lot in the story. And you're not going to know why the hell you're getting in a Leviathan tank and blowing shit up. You're just going to be doing it, and you're going to have a hoot doing it. You're not even going to know what you're doing. You don't even care. Just get me in that tank and let me go. The story is so all over the place, and I think a lot of people... I'm hoping that a lot of people will replay the Halo trilogy or whatever the hell they're calling it. Master and Chief see Collection. It, and see that. Uh -huh. Because the story sucks. However, I will say that... Um, that, that's not what made Halo good. What made Halo good was the experience. The, 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 the way the combat f flowed, playing with your buddies, you know, back against the wall, aliens pouring out of the walls, you know, shooting each other, you know, shooting everybody. That's what Destiny brings to the table. A super high refined shooter good uh, with, yeah, there's flaws in the system. The story stinks. If there is a story, I don't even know. If you find the story in Destiny, email me. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Games of Thrones, so I don't even know that Peter Dink Dinklage is, but apparently he's a, you know, he's like Shakespeare 2.0 and he stinks at the game. Um, See now, he's a fucking robot, so I don't know, I don't know what they're expecting out of Peter Dinklage. Know. There's a lot of parts in the story and a lot of rumors going around that that game was gutted. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of theories that, that it's you know it's a third of the game and the the queen has got a lot more to do with the game. Well, that's that's that kind of what I didn't girl. understand. We went to. Uh, both Jim and I have beat all the story missions, and I don't think I have actually. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> did Did you go into the Black Garden? I beat the final boss, and I saw the ending, but I don't know if I saw everything leading up to that. Oh, I I, I played. So you might have played them out of order or something. I think I did. I played Crucible and Strikes. Okay. So I would be in a level. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Well, there wasn't really anything to. There's nothing to like link the yes the missions together. You start a mission and it's like. The Vex are doing this, or the Hive, or uh, the Fallen. Uh, my problem with this is, I guess the Covenant is not really a descriptive name either, as far as like what the aliens are called. You yeah, know, well, I mean, if um, you're talking Halo, it is, yeah, but right. But I mean, the Vex, the the Fallen, the Darkness, well, the, the Traveler, well, the Guardians. Think, everything starts with a the in this game, I and it's kind of just like I think they were all collectively the Darkness. But why are they fighting with each other? We don't know. There's levels where they turned on each other. That, that story. The traveler, about, the speaker, the vanguard. Everything's like a the 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 nondescript. A lot of Swiss cheese. Adjective. Story. I agree. Yeah. So there's nothing to sink your teeth into on that. But what what does it for me again is the experience. It's now the gameplay is out is outstanding. World class. World class gameplay. The multiplayer is amazing. It is amazing. Well. If you know how to play multiplayer, I just started having fun with the multiplayer last night. They launched the Iron Banner, which uh, does not nerf all your stats. Everything's not equalized like it is normally. Yep. And I'm a level 23 right now, almost 24. And I have a legendary fusion rifle, and I went into Iron Banner just to get like a shader and an emblem or something, just to do that. 
and I used my fusion rifle, which has a 250 attack rating or something like that. Hell yeah. And I fucking killed a yeah. ton of people. Noobs. There were one or two matches. No, but I was playing against level 28s, 27s. I was killing one-shot kills so with this fusion rifle. Yeah. Um, and I had the most fun with that just last night when uh, I'm not a multiplayer guy. Now, I may go back and play Iron Banner exclusively until it ends. The reason Call of Duty is a game of the year every year is it's multiplayer. So but you don't need... the thing that I don't like about Destiny, though, is that, like, yeah, they really only have two different modes. Three. They have Control, which is the domination-style Call of Duty. You know, Control Zone A, B, and C. Titanfall has a, has a thing of that. They have a Team Deathmatch mode, six versus six. Then they have a smaller Team Deathmatch, three versus three. And then they have, like, a... Th- Two different free-for-all modes. Just one. Called or Rumble. just one Rumble. free-for-all mode. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, there's really nothing. No capture the flag. No capture the flag. No, um, I guess Kill Confirmed is exclusive to Call of Duty, but there's no other variations of different things. Like Halo has that oddball and the ki- uh, Kill the King, Regicide, yes, that, yes, all that you're stuff. Right, you're right. So you're right. my big complaint with the Destiny multiplayer is that it's very thin. Okay. Now, I do... On other multiplayer games, I do like playing in all these different modes. Like on Titanfall, I just put it on the random. Yeah, I'll go into the random playlist. Could be attrition, just, last Titan standing, pilots only. Yeah. Yep. Give me a a, uh, a random. Give me a gun and let's go. Random mode. Let's have some fun. Let's shake it up a little bit. Right. There's no nothing like that in Destiny, um, because there's so few modes. And I, I played the uh, the clash, the three on three, team deathmatch or whatever, and still the maps are too big. I mean. Six versus six is not a huge amount to the begin map, with. The map on Mars, three versus three, is it needs to be a lot smaller. It is way the moon big. map is fucking enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, then one of the maps on Mars is enormous um, for three versus three, and even six versus six. Sometimes there's a lot of times on that moon map on like control. Do you think you're playing by this, myself? Do you think you're playing this game a lot because you have no other games, or do you think you're playing this game a lot because it's pretty kickass? Probably both, a little bit, mixture of both. I do like it a lot. However, it, it's I'm not in love with it. I think I'm just playing it because you're playing it. We're playing it at the same time. We're talking about it. So, right. you know, it's a common thing that we have. Like, we're playing Destiny. You're a higher level. I'm getting higher levels. I'm like, look at my loot. Look at my gear. Yeah, right. Hey, look at my shader. Uh, you so know. It's a cl- yeah, so... So I have uh, another coworker has the Xbox or the PlayStation. <laughs> we play together. And, I wish I had someone like that. <laughs> and it is fun because you always have a buddy. And I've made a lot of friends through my blog and YouTube channel. So I always, I will always play on a full fire team. I never play solo anymore. I'm, I'm that, exclusively playing solo. And, that and I'm being made in matches with strikes. And I'm st- we're still beating strikes and stuff. But That cooperative element of talking with people and coordinating attacks. And even playing on Crucible, coordinating attacks. And use your special, now use my special. We wreck people. And I think that's what makes it fun. Is that an experience exclusive to Destiny? No. But to me, coupled with how great Destiny's gameplay is, I'll do the same thing over now, and over. I, I'm, I'm really hoping for the, that they incorporate the at least the team speak yes. very, very soon on oh, Destiny. It, I agree. It, it, it's not a perfect game. The, if I they wait till they launch the DLC, whenever that comes right, out, right. I think it'll they're dead in the water. They I, need to do it now. A, a lot of people are still playing it because by the time... Advanced Warfare comes out, 
Uh, Halo comes out. Far Cry 4 comes out. If you don't do the TeamSpeak before all that stuff comes out, you're dead in the water because there are other Assassin's Creed is a huge franchise. They're going to lose all their player base. They're at a unique advantage right now where they have the 100% market share. They're the only game in town to be played right now. Next-gen shooters, excluding Titanfall. You're absolutely right. And I know that there's Killzone Shadowfall for PlayStation, but no. It's fun, but no. So you're right. So they're they're in a very good position right now. They're in a position of power, but it's going to dwindle in the next month. Now, but see, I'm I'm wondering though. Like they've they've made all their money back. They've made a, about as much money as they were going to make initially in their in their launch. Yes. So what is the value to them? I guess the value to them for keep people playing is that they'd be more interested in purchasing the DLC with the additional missions and additional yes. strikes and maps Yes, Bungie if has they said, keep playing longer. Bungie has put every effort into this. They have no other games in development. They're doing nothing else but this. So this game has to succeed in order for them to stay alive. This is all they have left. With that said, that does mean that, yes, they're going to be pushing out more DLC, but they're going to be doing more little event type things that Halo did where they're like, oh, today's a special mode. Iron Banner's a special mode. Queen's Wrath is a special mode. They're doing, uh, they're really interactive with the community on their forums. They, every Thursday night they have Bungie players playing online. If you can find them and kill them, they'll, get, they'll send you a special emblem. So they're very interactive with their community. And I, and I do appreciate that about the company. Uh, but you're right, it is going to be about DLC. That's what it has to be, because you bought the game, and so what? If you're an idiot like me, and you bought the Ghost Edition for 140 bucks Twice. Twice. Uh, I took one back. Um, well, I say an idiot, but I mean, I, that's how much I've invested in this game on Blind Faith, and I, I don't regret it. I do get the two free DLCs, so a lot of people are pissed, saying, you know, a lot of this stuff should be already in the DLC. I feel like I paid for it, so I don't care. Right. Um, but I do care. I mean, I obviously care about consumers' rights, because I am a consumer at the end of the day. But to me, there's too many. You can you can pick the game apart, and you can say it doesn't have this and doesn't have that, and those are all valid points. There's a reason its Metacritic score is lower than it should be, in my opinion. But you know what? People keep coming back to it, and they still keep playing it. And maybe I'll eat my words in a month or two. Maybe if I see the game's popularity fall off, and a bunch of people go back to Call of Duty or to Far Cry 4, maybe I'll say, you know what? I don't know. But for right now, even owning Shadow of Mordor, if I am playing. If I'm playing Shadow of Mordor or Spelunky, my one of my favorite games ever, just came out on PlayStation Plus, and I see one of my Which buddies... you've already played a million times. Gotta get the trophies now. The achievements mean nothing. <laughs> Jassafat is dead. Um, if you want to get, you know, and I see a buddy come on and play Destiny, I, even without being invited, I will load up Destiny and join their fire team. What are we doing? Even if it's farming for mats, I will do it. It's just, it's that kind of game. So, time will tell. It's my yeah. game of the year. It's your game of the year. I'm still uh, holding out hope that something else will come along and beat it. For me right now, Destiny is like a solid 7, 7.5 out of 10. So you are a Metacritic fan because that's pretty much where it's Well, I didn't, I've only no, read no, that's what I'm saying, a couple but... of reviews, but like I said before, I have problems with it. I feel like it's not as fleshed out as it could right. have been for as, you know, as big yes, as these Blu-ray yes. discs are. There, there, there's a lot of gaps... There's a lot of repetitive gameplay. There's a lot of pieces that are missing. The story isn't there. You're right. I mean, the pros far um, are underweighed by the cons. I will agree with you on that. But you know what? It's just something special about that game, whether it's nostalgia from what we all remember from the Halo days, or it's just the mechanics are just so good, even the a poop shoveling simulator, <laughs> if it's done well, will draw your attention. It's something that that company has done that is just enamored people. And so. you cannot go in any gaming forum 
or any gaming community, and people are not talking about that. I'm, I'm interested. I, you know, I'm really looking forward to. I guess depending on when that DLC comes out. Yes. Um, I'm the gonna. First I'm one. probably gonna purchase the first one unless, you know, it it it. My attention has waned from Destiny. If I'm Maybe. fully entrenched in Master Chief Collection and uh, Assassin's Creed, if this DLC comes out after Christmas. Uh, I think my the first my DLC, attention is probably not going to be on that. It's still unannounced, but it's tentatively holiday this year. So Master Chief will probably beat it. Call of Duty will probably beat it. So you're looking at, again, you're right. You're going to frag every new game that comes out. Shadow Mordor, Far Cry, Master Chief is going to continue to fragment the audience. You know, so, so they're going to have to do something amazing to win over non-believers. The next three games that I'm looking to purchase is you know Shadow Mordor, He's got great reviews, which was kind of a, yes. a little bit of a surprise. Co-game of the year. Uh, uh, Master Chief Collection for pure nostalgia reasons, obviously. Yeah, and course. and to shake it up a little bit, have a fully multi, fuller multiplayer experience. Yeah. And um, obviously Assassin's Creed Unity, probably the next three games I get for the rest of the year. Probably into until maybe Batman comes out. Who knows? Which is, what, June of next year. At least. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking to play. So... With that, I think we've said everything there said is to there say. Is to say Brent's got to go home and feed the baby. <laughs> we'll do another one of these in 2017. We'll be talking about the PlayStation 5. No, hopefully uh, this worked oh. out pretty well, so we should do another one of we these sooner rather often. than later. Yes, I, I will say I still write for film games, etc. So yes. does Brent. Plug away, plug away. So does Brent. Brent A writes for times. them. A couple times. I've got my YouTube channel, Viper Magic. Look me up. And... Um, I'm going to be doing videos. I just am, I'm finalizing an agreement to oh. do videos for film games. Ooh, scoop! A scoop, a little spoiler there. Well, find me on find me on PlayStation Vi- Viper Magic V Y P E R M A J I K. Totally ass backwards. I was in college. Blow me. Or you can just search for. Uh, just Google Jim Fanis. I am all yeah. over the internet. You can find him on YouTube. The YouTube's will have a, how to spell his name because he's got his. Name up there on these yes, videos yes. and stuff. Find there, me absolutely. and add me. If you got a PlayStation or you hate Xbox, we're probably good friends. On Xbox, Brent is Nightwing BK. Yes, he needs K N I G H T Wing BK. Wing BK. Just like on the old CGS forums and stuff. BK uh, so does find not me. stand for Burger King. No, it stands for Brent Casino. Oh, okay. So you can friend me on uh, Xbox. Yes. I would love to have some people play with. Yes. Um, I have been not friending people on Facebook, their listeners and stuff, just because I like to keep that with people I know face to face. So don't get offended if I don't friend, friend you on Facebook, but I'll hey, definitely. Here's my game handle, but I'm not going to friend you. Well, I mean, if we get establish a relationship on the games, then Buy that's a different flowers, thing. Which he likes there Reese's you go. Cups. Give me a, well, I guess if you buy me an Xbox gift card, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm not going to be a friend on Facebook. That'd be kind of dangerous. He's whoring himself out for friends. But, I mean, there are people that have just, you know, are listeners of the podcast and when listen I to the podcast. When I get Xbox One, I'll play with you. I'm looking forward to that day, we sir. We can play uh, Halo 5. There, there you go. Sounds Halo 5 good. launch day. We're the next play. Gears. Next Gears. Yes. All right. With that, folks, we are signing off. This is Brent Casina signing off for Jim Afanis, Sophie, and Chloe over here in the Afanis Man Cave. We will see you soon. Bye-bye. Holla.